You're now listening to Converse with Marilyn. Hello everyone, welcome back to another episode of Converse with Marilyn. I am here with the lovely Maya Crest. Maya, how are you feeling today? <laughs> I'm good, I'm feeling good. How are you? I'm fine. I'm just excited to have you here and just tackle all the questions that we have here. Oh, thank you for having me. Okay. Um, so Maya, when did you discover your passion and what is that passion? So I'd say my passion is acting and I always say like I came out of the womb like wanting to be an actor. Um, mm. I've been doing it since I was, literally since I can remember, like I was always in school plays um, and then I got kind of more serious about it when I was like 10, 11 um, and went on to do like um, some competitions and stuff and like try and sign with an agent. But my parents kind of at the last minute were like, no, like you need to go to um, school and do all of that first. Um, So I did that, um, but I always kept up the acting. I was always still doing school plays. Um, And then in university, it was the same thing. I was doing university plays. Um, And then I just sort of, I think, year one into uni I was um I was studying philosophy um and then I started doing some film classes and loved the film class and as was just like I actually really miss like being in that world a little bit Mm, and so that got me into doing plays and like acting classes at school and as well um and then I just sort of made the decision that I wanted to pursue it full-time after I had finished my degree Mm. I think most of the people who um, are actors and actresses right now actually started from a really a really young age. Yeah. And just like hearing that you had this passion for such a long time is so inspiring. <laughs> you know, it's really inspiring. And yes. you're a multifaceted person. Um, when do you most feel alive? Like what's something you do that mm. makes you feel alive you know that you're really living um that's such a good question I'd say definitely anytime I'm acting I feel really alive because it's Mm -hmm. something that I I just feel like I get to like a not be myself but also be myself I I, I'm not being myself because I'm being a character but just like something that I enjoy doing sort of getting into the mind of someone else I'd say that and then also just when I'm around this is like so cliche but honestly when I'm around like people that I love like my Mm. friends or my family um I feel like it can be my most authentic self um and no matter what we're doing I feel like seen and heard and loved and I feel like that's the those are the most important aspects of like being alive and feeling alive yeah I feel like from the perspective of someone who is doing things, actually being with people who know you and who have known you for a long time, it just, the feelings are matched. It's always a Yeah, it's so true, yeah. Because they know you, they know who you are, they've known who you are for such a long time. So it's kind of like, Mm -hmm. oh yeah, I can properly be myself and just like say whatever I want. It's so true. Especially in this like social media world where I feel like so many yeah. people have like 
a preconceived notion of who you are and like try and project that on you and you're like no actually you don't know me at all <laughs> yeah I think when Toby was on the field she said you guys yeah. are best friends and I was like that's so cute yeah we are <laughs> how long have you guys known each other for so I've known Toby since I was 10 um mm-hmm. we met like outside church or something like when I was really young <laughs> Um, and then we went to boarding school together. Um, honestly, and I feel like she feels the same way. When I met her, I just knew we would be like best friends. Um, so yeah, she's great. She's a great person in my life. <laughs> That's <laughs> wonderful. I feel like um, I'm the kind of person who just kind of wants like one person, like that one friend that you can mm-hmm. tell every single thing to. As yeah. opposed to like thousands of friends that just like, it just, it feels more secure you know yeah I got that I got that I do got that I think I'm lucky in that I I have multiple friends like that but it's yeah. not hard to come by um, yeah. they are hard to come by for sure definitely so what are okay. some struggles you faced throughout your career and some stories from them mm-hmm. um so I'd say anyone getting into this you have to know like how many no's you're gonna get and how mm. many auditions you're gonna do like I think I knew that going in, but you like, like, you don't really know it until it happens. Um, And that can be kind of frustrating. But I'd say for me, the main struggle is like being sort of feeling like lonely in this career because I don't have any like close friends that are also actors. I mean, I have like maybe one but that's he's like a recent friend and like I'm grateful for him now. Mm -hmm. Um, But I think it could be like a lot of people asking you questions like oh what are you next doing like how's it going blah blah and like when you feel like you don't have anything to show for yourself Mm. that can feel like pressure um because a lot of people don't understand like how long and how much work it really takes to be like you know Meryl Streep or someone like that you know it doesn't happen like overnight um I'd say that's the biggest struggle um I'm wondering if I have any good stories. Um, <laughs> I think, and I'm not gonna, I think, okay, I'm gonna tell like a semi story. I think you just, you have to be careful with um, people helping you in this industry is what mm-hmm. I'm gonna say. Because like, those like Me Too, um, that Me Too stuff didn't come from nowhere. Um, yeah. And you think that it would have, I think it's definitely changed and it's getting better. But even me starting out, I feel like as much as I've been like super grateful for everybody that's helped me, I've definitely had instances where I've, I've felt like maybe a little bit uncomfortable. Yeah. But yeah, you've got to be prepared. Mm-hmm. I think when you start in any industry, you know, like everybody just wants to give their own two cents, and you're like, guys, yeah. can <laughs> I please have my career? Yeah, like, it's, it's so true. Like most of the time, people feel like adding their own two cents. Like, but also, um, too many cooks spoil a broth. Essentially, one hundred percent. Yeah. So it's, it's so like, true. okay, so I'm going to take a step back, and I'm going to separate my relationships with friends and families from my art. Yeah. That's you what, that's to. what I do one hundred percent of the time. Like yeah. even if I have someone who's like a significant other, I'm like, okay, can you mm. keep like work and love as two separate things? Because yeah. when they clash, it literally can be the most destructive thing ever. It's so true. Yeah, 
because pe- everybody wants to help you but not everybody knows how to yeah and so when they come in with like advice and whatever they want to say about it it can actually be unhelpful <laughs> that's so, true yeah that's true. um so what are some rules that you carry with you no matter what um in terms of my career or just how I live my life how you live your life um I'd say this one this is one that I've been really kind of trying to reinstate more and that's like to just trust my intuition and my gut because mm-hmm. I feel like that can be so telling and often oftentimes I've gone against it yeah. I've really regretted it I think that's one um the second is to just listen like more than I speak yeah. um because I feel like there's always so much to learn you know and like I'd be stupid to think that I know everything already I don't um and there's yeah. nothing wrong with that um and I just I don't know I think if you give people the chance to show you who they are whether that's for the better or for the worse um it can be really helpful yeah um and then the third one I was gonna say is um just to try and be as authentic as possible like all the time Mm. um which is hard for me I feel like because sometimes you want to like put up the like best version mm-hmm. yeah or the, or the best version of yourself right but yeah it, at the end of the day it like comes back to bite you because you can't be that best version of yourself all the time so you're better yeah. off just being like in the moment and, and authentic um so that you don't put so much pressure on yourself to be perfect I think that's so true yeah that's very true another thing i feel like if you're working in the industry and i just want to put it out there for our listeners is that privacy is so crucial yeah you don't understand how like people will literally take you for granted just because they can and they've they've heard from from one of their friends that you um are a really nice person so they're like okay Mm -hmm. let's see how nice she can really be yeah people are so evil trust me like, yeah <laughs> people, no people i know are, especially yeah. when they see that you're doing something good they'll probably be like hmm how can mm-hmm. we take this away yeah i think you know what to add to that and to add to a rule it's that you don't like don't share more than you need to you know yeah. and i think that comes back to the like listening more than you speak thing yeah because yeah. you need to know like what environment like you're actually like safe to share in and a lot of the time like you're not you know and people can use it against you or or just twist your words in some way and unfortunately like that's the case um most of the time Mm. yeah it's sad isn't it (laughs) it's so sad it's like okay so me being a nice person is now a bad thing yeah it's it's crazy it's crazy it really is but like at the end of the day I feel like don't let a bad world turn you into a bad person. No, never, never. I think it's it's just more about like realizing that it's okay to hold back. It's okay not to share everything with yeah. everyone. Um, yeah. Because, you know, you also don't know what people are going through. And oftentimes, like, it's not even about you when they yeah. lash out. It's just their circumstances have made them a certain way, you know? Yeah, that's true. Okay, so now we're moving on to some more interesting questions how did mm-hmm. it feel when you were casted on top boy um it was like surreal I think I screamed <laughs> I because no no because like I have been watching top boy since it came out like when I was young with my family 
Mm. And it was so funny because in the beginning, like in the pandemic, like in the depth of the pandemic, like April, 2020, Mm. I remember like speaking about like what shows I would love to be on, like with my dad or something. Mm. Um, And I was like, oh, like it would be so cool to be on Top Boy or something like that. And he was like, Mm. you can do it. And I was like, yeah, yeah, like let's see. Um, And then I got cast like what, like nine months later or something. And I remember like thinking back to that moment being like, that's crazy. Um, No, but it was, it was incredible. Um, It was also my first audition ever. So I felt, I felt like, you know what, like this is the right career for me because yeah, yeah, um, it almost felt like a sign, but um, Mm. it was very exciting, but also it was like, kind of scary because I couldn't tell anybody because of like NDAs and stuff so I was like oh my god like yeah but it was it was really like an amazing feeling and it felt like like the right sort of um validation that I was doing the right career (laughs) yeah that's so awesome like when I I can't remember who it was that told me that you were Mm -hmm. on top where like I was like, wow, that's such a huge success story. And you said that that was your first audition. So I was like, yeah, that's so awesome. You know, (laughs) thank you. No, thank you. Thank you. Like, like, you literally like, I feel like when we have um, breakthroughs um, so quickly, you're like, yeah, yeah, this is it. You know, (laughs) you're just like, this is like, the feeling that you get from doing something that you love and so like excelling in it is yeah you can't explain that yeah. feeling I completely agree like you can't really explain that feeling yeah like when, I, when I started this podcast and mm-hmm. it I didn't I never expected it to blow up like this mm-hmm. I didn't think I was going to be as consistent I never thought that guests were going to reach back to me I never knew that I was going to just be able to touch as many people as I yeah I feel like when you start off you just don't know how far you're going to get yeah from the get-go you know yeah it's so true but I I feel like as you said like being consistent and like really working at something like makes all the difference um yeah. and then you you almost like confirm that trust in yourself that you can do something because other people are affirming it you know so yeah. it's yeah it's great <laughs> how was it like being on set though um so again it was surreal because <laughs> I I think they cast me like maybe three weeks before we started filming and I like yeah. couldn't believe that it was happening um and then basically they like sent me um so I'd never done anything professional before so I didn't know what to expect they like sent me a car to pick me up from my house yeah. at like 6 a.m or something and then I went to make up um and then I went straight on set um and it was in Hackney um Mm. and everyone was really nice everyone was really um would check in on me and be like is everything okay um and then um the girl that I did the scene with Jasmine Jobs who I was also like a fan of from the last (laughs) season so I was like oh my god um but I was like I gotta like be professional um she was really nice and she I remember like because her character Jack is like quite scary on the show I'd say she's really intimidating I remember we did like a little rehearsal like right before we filmed the scenes obviously I knew all of my lines and rehearsed on my own but this was my first time meeting her and I remember she like got into character so quick and I was like oh my god like she was scary I was like you are scary like this is great because like she's so good in her role um and I was like, well, good. Um, but it also kind of like, 
hard getting into character so quick I feel like snap me into like okay Maya yeah. like, you need to like go now and like you know do this to the best of your ability um I'd say also um because it was my first time like filming something like we did so many takes and from so many different angles and like yeah. the music in the scene is like not really playing and stuff um and they're like speak loud speak loud because we're going to be playing music over this um, <laughs> yeah. but yeah it was a really honestly it was a really good experience the director was really nice um yeah. and yeah I, I really enjoyed it that's so awesome though like you cannot be like yeah it was on top but like and i i always <laughs> wanted to ask people like that act like do you guys go back to watch that scene over and over again um i i watched it i think once and was like okay it's there because <laughs> <laughs> you know what like because like you don't know what's going to be cut and what's not and because like I think I had like 10 lines or something. I didn't know if I was going to make the final cut. So I was like freaking out that I wouldn't be in it. Yeah. Um, which is also why I didn't want to tell anyone because I didn't want to be like, yeah, I'm on the show. And then I'm yeah. Not. And then you're just like, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, can you imagine? Yeah. <laughs> so, like, if you're really embarrassed. Yeah. Um, so I remember I woke up at like 7 a.m. that morning, like with my mom. We like sat in my bed. Because we'd been to the screening of the first two episodes already, yeah. like the premiere. Um, and then I was in the third episode, so I was like, I guess we'll see. <laughs> like, yeah. um, And me and my mom like sat in my bed and we just watched the whole episode. And then I think I'm like towards the end. Ooh. And we were like, oh my God, yeah, I'm actually in it. And then I just watched it. <laughs> like, okay. like I did streaming. I took so many pictures. Like I... <laughs> yeah like especially sharing those kind of moments with your family yeah it's yeah. like wow you know yeah i'm so I happy for that. you i'm so thank happy you. and i hope thank that you. god continues to give you like greater opportunities like oh, more you. than you can imagine honestly amen to that i yeah, yeah gotta pray for it and, and manifest it and everything yeah <laughs> So you and, recently did, I'm not sure if this is recently, but you did a campaign for um, Savage X Fenty. How mm-hmm. was that? That was really fun. So a friend of mine is a photographer. She's an amazing photographer. Mm-hmm. Um, and she works with them a lot. Yeah. Um, and so what happens is like she, they will send her stuff and be like, will you find like a model for us? And then we'll then, yeah. So she like directed it and took all the photographs. Um, I just, you know, posed um that was really fun I don't know I really enjoy working with my friend because Mm. she like her creative vision is insane and I feel like also we collaborate together really well yeah Um, but it's also been cool to like get into modeling and do some freelance stuff as well Um, but yeah I don't know if it's an I, I don't know I've thought about pursuing it like a bit more professionally but I feel like it can be kind of like a hard career to mm-hmm. do because like everything's so based on your looks and I don't know how I would feel about that you know mm-hmm. I feel like you're like already because I've seen I think even before I met you I mm-hmm. was seeing your um most of your videos on fifth bone I was seeing like your videos mm-hmm. on like different places I'm just like well, she's yeah. probably like I did. I thought you were a model before. I thought you were an actress. Uh, <laughs> no, um, I love taking photos and I yeah. love posing and stuff like that. But I just think 
I mean, acting was always my first um, priority and my first passion. I feel like taking photos and like stuff like that just sort of was something I enjoyed. But I think it can just be like a dangerous career to like focus your livelihood on your looks because like your looks can affect. Yeah. I don't know. Like your looks are so sort of tied in, can be so tied into how you feel about yourself internally. And when that becomes your livelihood, I think it can be dangerous. But yeah. I think as a side hustle, maybe. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People are having so many side quests. You can do anything you want to it's be true. fair. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> I, I feel like um, for a while, like people just, um, like for, for modeling in general, you yeah. just have to understand that it's not something that you can do for longer periods exactly not planning on like doing certain things like for example the only person who i can literally say is never going to leave this model lifestyle alone is naomi campbell yeah <laughs> true like she's like here for a long time yes yeah, like she's been doing this and she yeah. will continue doing this you know like yeah. she's um she's the kind of person who probably will like she's her whole life is centered around it you know she did yeah. acting and that's so funny because like did um, she? you are doing um acting like mm-hmm. basically and then modeling on the side and then she's doing because she was on empire i think she was on something else. oh my god yeah she was on empire yeah ah. oh my god naomi like, my girl she's, she's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's literally that girl you know yeah like, she is she really is and she i think at the beginning like she used to post like how much she um was working out like how she was um focused on what she was eating yeah she's like it's a full-time job like that's yeah you've got to be so dedicated like like like, you know so you can't just like maybe okay um let's say you have a shoot and you're somebody who like bloats really easily and you probably just like go and eat something like yo like every single thing will be affected yeah it's so true and that's like a really you it's a difficult like de- dedication to make yeah. i think and i think also like i hear a lot of stories from models like with their agents being like oh like i want you to ch- to change this or to lose weight or to like whatever it is and it's like those things can really affect your mental health and yeah, when your mental true. health is like so tied to your livelihood it's hard yeah you know? yeah yeah I think um, when I was growing up, I wanted to become a model just because that's probably mm-hmm. what every single um, skinny girl probably thought her yeah. career <laughs> yeah. was going to um, go in. But um, I just, like, and I saw this article about um, models who would, like, um, swallow cotton balls with orange juice so that it's they could crazy. vomit. Yeah. And I was like, okay, so yeah. that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's mad no like yeah it because there's really... so much pressure yeah to be so thin you know mm-hmm. i not so much anymore yeah. i feel like it's changing a little bit but even still like it can i don't know the stuff that i've heard i'm just like i don't i don't and so many eating disorders as well and like yeah i'm someone who's had like experience with that myself so it's just like i don't you don't want to do something that's gonna make you regress in any way yeah that's really true. I feel like um, in as much as you're doing something that you love, you should also realize that you should love yourself before you love anything that you're doing. So, so true. if it's taking 
a toll on your health, then you should probably rest a bit. Like, I've people who die for their craft, of course, you're much respected, but do you really want to give up your life? Like, you know, like you could be doing more of that, like the thing that you love, but now you can't anymore because Mm. you've given your life away. Like, it's it's crazy to be fair. Like, people go all in, and I feel like the human determination is one of the strongest elements in the world Mm -hmm. you know yeah it's true i mean that's that's you're right and that's that's respectful like giving your life to something but i think it's at what cost and like what i think you've got to consider what way can you really dedicate yourself to something whilst also looking out for yourself and i feel like that's you know a happy medium that you can come to yeah definitely that's really true so um you're also part of a tiktok group could you speak on that so yeah so i it's not just tiktok it's a like a textured hair startup called slick Mm. um i do so my friend zainab started it i'd say she's the founder but i guess i started it with her because i was i've been there from the beginning but it's Mm. a startup that's centered on textured hair and educating people about textured hair um about um taking care of it like doing different styles um but also we're going to be launching into products very soon and we also have um a directory that is currently based in the uk where you can log on and like find like say you want to do like a ponytail or braids or whatever you go on you can look for your price range um what area you want um what kind of style you want that sort of thing um and then find it in london and we there's like nothing like that here which is crazy um it's so hard to find a stylist i'm really happy that we've done this now but we're hoping to expand it um and we have around 40 stylists on there right now we want to you know get bigger and stuff like that but yeah so i um i started as the um social media head but with because I'm acting full time, I sort of stepped down to just doing TikTok. Um, so now I, I run our TikTok and I'm also and we do like a lot of um, original projects and stuff, original series. And I do the creative direction for those as well. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's just it's about really it's about empowering people um, to take care of their hair um, yeah. and to do it in the right way. But then also um we want it to be fun and like we want people to like experiment um and just like have the knowledge to do that you know um and yeah so so i'd say it's also we're trying to build a community because i feel like there's so much mystery around textured hair i feel like even for myself like being on this journey i've learned so much about like my own hair and what style styles i can do what looks good what's healthy for me um and yeah that's really nice. I like the fact that, like I said at the beginning, you're also multifaceted. So there's so many things that you're doing. So, mm-hmm. And I feel like people should never limit themselves to one thing. You yeah, should be I doing agree. so many things. Like God mm. gave you two hands for a reason. Yeah, <laughs> you know? that's, such, that's so good. Such a good phrase. <laughs> <laughs> like you're meant to, like, and then you're meant to put your hands in as many things as possible. I, I also feel like while you're doing that, people are like, oh, don't be a jack of all trades and a master in none. Like you should mm. be able to, if you're a jack of all trades, like, like there will definitely be something that you're doing better than yeah. all of them. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, 100%. And if you're gaining, think you're gaining experience, you're gaining well money. <laughs> like that yeah, is something that true. you should 
definitely do you know yeah I feel like once you've um put your mind that okay i want to be successful in life you will stop at nothing and that's so how true. you always be yeah 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 so being in your 20s and accomplishing mm-hmm. this much probably wasn't an easy feat is there something that you'd like to tell the maya from the past um yes i think i mean i really thank you for saying that um because i feel like oftentimes I can be really hard on myself and I'll be like what am I doing I'm not doing anything I need to do better you know what I mean yeah um but I think the Maya from the past I would tell her to take more time for herself Mm. um because I'm the sort of person where like I can I'm constantly like running around constantly working and I can I get really um what's the word like over just like overworked yeah overworked and really overwhelmed easily Mm. and I have to like take breaks but I think in the past I like wouldn't let myself do that um and I would say everything's gonna work out but you need to take the time to rest and recuperate and reflect otherwise you're gonna run into some issues you know yeah um I'm still learning that lesson to this day but yeah um I think you know, it's it's so important to work hard and to enjoy what you do and to give your all, but like you need to have that recuperation time in order yeah. to sort of keep that engine going, you know? Yeah. I feel like everybody really needs to apologize to their past selves, you know. Yeah. I feel like we're really <laughs> we're really hard on ourselves, you know. It was like, oh my gosh, we and especially people who are in the entertainment industry. Mm. like you and myself like it was like yeah. oh my gosh why are we not doing something like yeah doing something now like, <laughs> that's yes. I like when I'm not doing something I feel like every single thing I'm I've done is just like past glory so I, I want swear. to do something. literally literally yeah because yeah. writing a book and it's just like okay I don't want that to be the only thing that I'm telling people I've done do you understand it's yeah, like I do, um, I yeah do. you were like you did that like is anything else that like, I feel like I even s- if people aren't saying that it's like yeah <laughs> maybe this is in their heads you know yeah it's like you you're it's like you feel like you're internalizing other people's yeah. opinions but they're yeah. not even saying it to you they're not <laughs> yes. you, you know That's and so you're true. like why am I thinking this no it's so true yeah. it's yeah so yeah. you end up doing more than yourself because I think um and this could be for many people I'm the kind of person who is like, okay, let's say I'm doing something like I'm writing this anthology and then yes. I'm just like, you know what? Maybe I should direct a movie. <laughs> like, it's just like, it's like yeah. so many things go into like your thought process and you're just like, I can I do know. so many things. And it's like, Marilyn, can you please focus on something like one yeah. thing so you it's can so finish true. that? Yeah, <laughs> no, it's so true. It's so true. It's like, you have to, You've got to get one thing done and then move on to the next. Like, don't yeah. be doing one thing and thinking, oh, but I could do this, 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 and this. Yeah. Because then you're never going to actually... one thing and actually yeah. do what... Yeah. And do it so well. when you look you know? back, you're like, um, so what yeah. did I actually do? Yeah. I just worried. Yeah. <laughs> so um, what's one mini goal you have for this new year? For this new year is to... Oh, mini goal. I feel like I have so many big goals, but I'd say a mini goal is to um, get cast in something that mm. I'm excited about, whatever that might be. Mm. Yeah. 
the reason why I asked you to say a minute goal is when you tell people your big goals, right? Mm-hmm. Um, your brain releases the same level of dopamine that it would have released if you actually did what you said you were going to do. Really? Yeah. So, um, we end up feeling less motivated to actually do it after we've said it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's so interesting. Because your brain yeah. now feels like you've already done the task. So what, mm-hmm. like, what's actually left, like, to do? You know? Yeah yeah that's why people are like keep your goals to yourself like in as much as you're just like Mm -hmm. oh my gosh i have this beautiful idea i want to share with my boyfriend or share with my best friend Mm. um they'll still hear it when you've accomplished it like my mom will never tell you anything that she's done unless she has the check in her hand yeah (laughs) like that kind of thing like i agree like as you're growing you have to realize that until Mm. you've seen it Mm-hmm. don't tell anybody about Honestly. it because it's so embarrassing when you no, actually do period it. because it's it's so true i think also there's that saying that like you water a seed whilst it's in the ground and then yeah. like you let the tree like um or the flower like bloom for everyone to see so yeah. like when it's there everyone will see it because it's there you mm-hmm. don't need to show them the seed as you're watering it you know yeah yeah that's really true so um how do you think traveling helps your soul Mm, I think in a couple of ways the first way is that I am the sort of person who likes to like run away sometimes (laughs) and just like disappear for a bit because I just I get kind of I feel like sometimes circles in London and Nigeria can be a little bit toxic yeah and I just sometimes just want to like take a break get out of there for a bit and then I can come back yeah um but I'd say more importantly I think traveling is just like the best way to like learn about new cultures and like become more connected to other people and less ignorant and um just like more compassionate and empathetic because like you're seeing how other people live yeah um and why they do certain things and how their culture different differs from yours and I think that's a really important thing for everybody to do just to like you know remain connected to like other human beings which I think is like one of the the coolest parts of like the human experience yeah that's really true that's so true I feel like um in general as human beings we just need rest like even God rested come on exactly exactly (laughs) yeah like you just need to chill sometimes like and I feel like and on that matter, I feel like God, you know, God is obviously like he doesn't need to do anything. Like he's mm. literally the creator of everything. Yeah. So I feel like he just did that and he just made the Bible depict that he rested because mm-hmm. he wants to drive it in our in yeah. our minds that if a if a great being like himself mm-hmm. can actually rest, then who are we as human beings? You know, exactly. Not like to. it's really yeah. sad when you see people who have given their whole lives to a craft, like they can't even enjoy the benefits because they're mm-hmm. so addicted to work. Mm-hmm. You know, it's so true. Yeah, it's so true. It's also you end up like making yourself sick, I think. Yeah. In yeah. some way, whether it's mentally or physically, like the way that you drain yourself, it's not worth it because why do all this work if you can't enjoy, you know, your life? Yeah. That's so true. That's really true. Um, so how supportive were your parents throughout your career? 
you know, I'm so lucky that my parents have always been so supportive. Um, from day one, from when I was young, when I used to like run around telling everyone I was going to be the biggest actress in the world, like mm-hmm. they have always been so supportive. I think for them, education was really important too. Yeah. Um, as I said, which I can understand and appreciate. Yeah. But um, they've always done everything that they can to help me. They're always so excited about anything that I'm doing. And and when I told both of them that I wanted to do acting full time after university, they were like, absolutely, like, you've always wanted to do it and we'll do yeah. whatever we can. So I feel so lucky that they're like that because a lot of Nigerian parents are not. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm very grateful um, mm. to them for that. It's really crucial to have parents <clears throat> that support your career. People don't, I feel like that's such an underrated thing because it's, it's so like yeah. you're living under their roof and like they are your parents. So if they don't support you in something, it's like you aren't doing anything at all to them. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not seeing your dreams, they're not seeing whatever you put on the table for them to see and it can be really disheartening it's so true yeah so how and this is our final question and i feel like is Uh, i'm leaving the (laughs) i'm leaving the best for the last how has your relationship with god changed throughout your career um i'd say let me think about this one and give you a full answer (laughs) yeah take your time Um, I'd say um, in the beginning, as I said, getting that first audition felt like almost like a spiritual, like, yes, this is the right path that you're going Mm. down, right? Mm. Almost like a confirmation from God that like, this is what you're supposed to do. Keep doing it. Yeah. Um, And I think I have really held on to that, like throughout doing everything that I've done. Yeah. Um, and I'd say with some decisions that I've made where I, within my acting career where I felt like I haven't made the right decision, um, I'd felt like I can lean on my faith and like my spirituality to be, mm-hmm. to forgive myself, A, but then also, I feel like I always look back in those moments and I'm like, there was a sign, there was a sign, there was a sign that you shouldn't have done it. Yeah. Um, and you knew that. So again, it's like just trusting like what he gives to me. Yeah. If that makes sense. Um, I really feel like I've been blessed with like a really good sense of intuition. Yeah. Um, and whenever I go against that, I feel like is when um, things don't go right for me. So mm-hmm. I feel like it strengthened my my trust in God. Yeah. Is what I'd say. Yeah. That's so beautiful. I feel <laughs> like in as much as we grow, we should never realize, um, we never should forget actually the person who made it all possible. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. yeah. That's like one thing I always want to remember throughout my career. And I always mm-hmm. want to use like this platform to kind of like, make sure yeah. that um in us like regardless of what your religion is like yeah like what is god doing for you in exactly your life, you know yeah yeah it's so 
this episode is coming to a close and i'm so sad because this was me too i had a great time (laughs) yeah i'm so glad that you did i always want to create a safe space for my guests and i'm glad that you you really did thank you (laughs) thank you and thank you so much for agreeing to be on now of course i'm happy to be here i mean that yeah so um you guys should um follow my on instagram please and look forward to more work that she has like and you'll be seeing her on the silver screen a lot (laughs) so you better anticipate that and i feel like we can now tune into my outro yeah bye 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 you just listened to convos with marilyn Thank you so much for giving me your time and listening to my podcast. If you enjoyed it, please follow the show and give us your honest ratings. Stay tuned and definitely keep listening for more. Bye for now.